Hey, you guys, it's Justin here with Fox English Learning, and this is the Fox English Learning Podcast. I hope you guys are all having a wonderful day. And in this English lesson, we're going to discuss one of the most important things you need to be able to do to communicate effectively as an English speaker. This is one of the most important tools I could possibly teach you. So sit back, relax, and let's have some fun learning English. Welcome, welcome to the Fox English Learning Podcast. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day as always. And I just wanted to let you guys know that I truly believe that I have the most amazing students on this planet. We have students from Laos, Cambodia, Vietnam, Thailand, uh, Taiwan, Peru, Venezuela, Brazil. We have students from all over the world. And what's really cool is to see that no matter where you guys are from, that you guys value learning English, that you guys give great feedback on Facebook, on YouTube, on Instagram, and even by email. Thank you guys for all the kind words you have said. I'm truly glad that I can help you guys become confident and fluent English speakers for free. And just like I said in the beginning of this lesson, we're going to walk through one of the most important things that can help you become a confident and fluent English speaker. And that is being able to tell your story, being able to communicate to people who you are, what you've been through, what you've experienced in life. And once you can communicate that effectively to people, you will be so amazed by how much uh, better and more confident you are at speaking English. And as you guys know, my lessons are 100% free and that's because they're sponsored. So sit back, relax, enjoy this quick one minute sponsor and we'll get into our English lesson. Thanks so much for listening to that sponsor. By you doing that, I am able to continue to give you guys free English lessons at no cost to you just because you simply sat back, relaxed, and enjoyed that sponsor. So thank you guys so much. I have had such a good week this week. We had our first Facebook Live English lesson, which went really great. We had Patrick uh, help us out with that. So if you haven't seen that yet, make sure you go to our Facebook page and check out that live lesson where we uh, teach you guys some phrases, that we answer some questions, and we just have a lot of fun learning English. But let's get into this English lesson. So telling your story, who you are. That is one of the most important, valuable tools that you have that no one else has. Your perspective on life, what you have been through, and who you are. Whether you're from Asia, South America, uh, the Middle East, whatever it is, you have your own perspective. You may be a female, you may be a male, you may have children, you may have no children. You may have brothers and sisters, you may have had a hard life, you may have had an easy life, you may have been in love, you may have been hurt, but no one else can tell your story for you. You have to be able to tell your story. And uh, one of the things that's so cool about that with learning English is it's, it's getting to tell who you are. So you're learning English for a purpose. So when you talk to native speakers, this is one of the most important things you can do is tell them who you are. So when it comes to telling your story, 
there are three main transitions. There's your childhood, your middle life, and your life now. So if you're 18 years old, you would have your childhood, you would have when you were in middle school, and now you would have your high school life. If you're like me and you're 25, you had your childhood, you had school, and now you have your adult life where you're working. And if you're older than me, it breaks down those three ways. But what I'm going to do is tell you guys how to explain uh, your early life. And then the next lesson, we'll do your midlife. And then the lesson after that, we'll talk about how you are now and what's going on in your life. So let's start with speaking about how to explain your early life. What are some key things you need to tell people? This is where you need to tell people about your family, about your mother, about your father, about some things you experienced as a child and some things that you may have done and enjoyed. So here's an example of my early childhood story. My name is Justin Ragsdale and I was born in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I was born to my mom, who was Lynn, and my dad, who was Renard. I'm biracial. My mother was white and my dad was black. Growing up, I struggled with insecurities because people made me feel like I had to choose my race. Was I black or was I white? They wouldn't let me be biracial. I also grew up experiencing some bad things in life. I witnessed my mom abuse drugs. I witnessed men uh, physically uh, hurt my mom and it affected me as a child. I was insecure and nervous a lot. Uh, luckily, the police stepped in and I was able to live with my dad. And growing up there was a good experience for me. It was a healthier place to live. I still had some insecurities, but I was able to live in a healthier system. But one thing that affected me in life as a kid is that I never had my mom and my dad together with me. I never got to see a healthy family. When I lived with my mom, she was either on drugs or being beaten. When I was with my dad, I had a good time, but he always had to work. And my family that lived with my dad didn't accept me too much because I had a different mother than them. They all had the same mom, but I didn't. So growing up as a kid, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know where to find my worth or my value as a human being. I just grew up extremely nervous, extremely insecure, and uh, just wanting a family and wanting to experience love. So that's kind of uh, my early childhood story. So not only am I teaching you guys how to tell your story, you're getting to hear more about your teacher and what I've went through and what shaped me as a man. So that was the ages of my life from about one until um, about eight. That's kind of when I experienced that. And my mother was an amazing woman, but she just had a rough life. Um, and I love her to this day. And I hope you guys love your parents also. But that's kind of how you would explain the early stages of your life. You have how uh, your mom and your dad, your brothers and your sisters, kind of where you were born, what you experienced growing up, what was your home life like. And here is an assignment I have for you guys. Some students already have uh, been doing this, but I would love for you to do this. If you're connected with me on Facebook, you can either type it out to me or send me an audio recording of your early life. Tell me a little bit about you, what you've been through, where you're from. I'm from America. You may be from Cambodia, Laos, Vietnam, Peru, Argentina, Venezuela. You may be from somewhere else. And I don't know what it's like to grow up there, but you do. So send me a quick uh 
few minutes just about who you are as a person. I would love to hear about that and just hear who you are and what you've experienced. I hope you guys enjoyed that little snippet I wanted to teach for you guys. But we're going to finish this lesson with talking about the difference between using are and using is. When do you use are and when do you use is? So let's transition into this part of the lesson and let's have some fun. So I'm going to teach in detail more about this, but I just wanted to give you guys some quick pointers on when to use the phrase are and when to use the word is. Now, this may seem like very basic and simple English, but sometimes you just need to get back to the basics to make sure you understand when to use them and just to help improve your English learning. So let's start with the word are. You're going to use are in uh, phrases that have a plural noun. Now, what does that mean? Here's an example. The trains are running late. Did you hear the first noun I said? Trains, multiple trains. The trains are running late. That's when you would use are. Or if you said, um, what's something else we can use plural? Um, let's say... Let's say if you were going to speak about my family, the Ragsdales are very nice people. You would say the Ragsdales, that's me, my wife, and my soon-to-be daughter. That's multiple people, so that would be plural. But let's go back to the first one with the trains. Let's say if you were going to say train, you would say the train is running late. You would use is in the form of a singular, and that just means one noun. And a noun is a person, a place, or a thing. So in that instance, the noun is the train. It is a thing. The train is running late. Now let's go back to the other example of the Ragsdales. Let's say if you were to speak about me, you would say Justin is very nice. You wouldn't say Justin are very nice because Justin is singular. It is a single noun, a person, place, or thing. And in that instance, it is a person. So Justin is nice. But here's another, another little trick to learn. Personal pronouns are phrases like you, we, and they. With personal pronouns, you will always use are. I'm going to say that again. With personal pronouns, you will always use are. Let's say if you were to ask me what I was doing, you would say, what are you doing? What are you doing? doing. You wouldn't say, what is you doing? You would say, what are you doing? Because you is a personal pronoun that is replacing Justin. I know some of this may be confusing, but just bear with me as we walk through this, just a little touch on it. So personal pronouns are phrases that replace a noun. So instead of saying Justin, you would say you. And remember, that you would always use are with personal pronouns. You would never say, what is you doing? You would say, what are you doing? Let's use the example of the trains. Say if you were to say, they are running late. So you would replace trains with they and say, they are running late. Again, another example 
of using are with a personal pronoun. And the last example of the personal pronoun, let's say if a group of people were on the train and instead of saying the Ragsdales is that group, you could say we and you would say we are running late. Again, you have a personal pronoun and you are using are. So remember, just to refresh and to review, you use is with singular nouns as if you were to say Justin or if you were to say train. You use are with plural nouns if you were to say trains or the Ragsdales. And then remember, you would use are with personal pronouns, you, we, they, us, things like that. I hope you guys have enjoyed this lesson. I mixed it up a little bit. I gave you the lesson about telling your story and I gave you the lesson about using is and are. And I'm also going to do a Facebook video about is and are just to explain it a little bit more. But I hope you guys are having a great day. I love you guys truly. Thanks so much for allowing me to teach you guys English. But have a great day and have fun learning English.